0: Welcome to each one of you here this morning. Um, Last week we began looking at Isaiah chapter 43 verse 18. Um, Forgetting the former things, do not dwell on the past, was what we talked about. And we want to continue this morning, matter of fact, I'd like to uh, complete this segment this morning. And in the will of the Lord, next Lord's Day, we will go back into the life of David and what I'm going to be doing. Rather than doing a verse by verse, I'll just hit high points of David, David's life. Um, but we are encouraged through the word to forget the former things. In other words, don't dwell on the past. Remember whose we are and the fact that He is the God of the universe and He is in control. This morning we want to look at God's purpose is to magnify His own person. God is not about lifting us up. It's about himself. Um, If we go back to Pharaoh, he indicated that he raised up Pharaoh for a purpose, and that was to magnify himself. Um, Pharaoh had no other choice. And what what amazed me is as I look at this afresh this morning is the fact that when Moses went into the presence of Pharaoh, he indicated that the Lord, the God of Israel said to let his people go. Uh, it's amazing, but His response was, Who is the Lord? I don't know him. I don't have to answer to him in other words. His response could have been a little different. Who is the Lord? Make him known to me that I may know him. Could you see the difference? But the way he responded was, I don't know the Lord, and I don't have to listen to God, or to the Lord, whoever He is. I don't, I don't need to listen to your Lord. Therefore, I will not let Israel go. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But let's read together Verse 21 of Isaiah chapter 43.
1: The people I form for myself. The people
0: I formed for myself. Why? That they may proclaim my praise. That's why we are born into the family of God that we may proclaim His praise. That is why God chose us again, from generation uh, should I say from uh, Genesis to revelation this this truth seemed to shine forth with increasing brilliance. Peter sums it up perfectly in 1st Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and I quote but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation A people belong to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Do you need anything clearer than that? A young man, I I, I went uh, on Friday to uh, pick up some paint and as soon as i got in and he asked my name and i told him what my name was he start he opened up and started talking to me and his question was i'd like to know why i'm here And i said to him god has a purpose for your life he said Even if I shoot someone, you're trying to tell me that's God's purpose. I said, no, that's not God's purpose. That's your sinful nature. God's purpose is to bring honor and glory to him. And it's amazing because this is exactly what I was talking about last week. And he asked me the exact same question. But Jesus himself takes it a little further. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Listen to it as I quote. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. What is our purpose? I just read it. What's our purpose? Let our light so shine before... What light? It's talking about the reflection of Jesus Christ. So shine before the world, the unbelievers, that they may see our good works and he will get the glory. It's not to glorify us. It's not about us. It's about glorifying God. That's our purpose. John 12 32 Jesus says again and I quote, but I when I am lifted up from the earth will draw all Men to myself. The reason why we are having so many frustrations in our land today, in our lives today, it's because we, we, we are not lifting up Jesus Christ. We are doing our own thing. We are going our own way. We have our own desires. Christ is an act of thought. You bring him in if he fits into the puzzle. But if he doesn't fit, no big deal. We ignore him and we go about doing our own thing and as a result we cannot honestly expect to see God's hands in our lives. As a matter of fact, in our country. And I dare say that don't forget that man's chief aim is to glorify God and to enjoy Him not only in time but also for eternity. In this Prophetic language, we have a devotional truth here. And it is the fact that God redeemed us for a purpose. And if we, if, if, if we can have eyes to see what that purpose is, then we will be able to glorify God and that will be the supreme uh, goal for our lives and I I, I, I was very pleased to hear Chad will uh, admit this morning that it was It could have been easy for him to decide, hey, I'm not going to go to church this morning. I have a water problem.
1: Okay? Uh,
0: So I have a good excuse as to why I shouldn't go. And it would have hold some water. But for whatever reason, and I believe it's the prompting of the Holy Spirit, he was prompted to come. Because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And uh, he also indicated that last night he spent some time studying. This is how we're going to have and enjoy a relationship with God. Getting to know him. As I indicated, we are not looking at Time alone, but we are looking for eternity. For years without number. A matter of fact, there is no such thing as years in eternity. Because there is no time in eternity. It's everlasting. this is forever and forever. And so we can say to God be the glory. Praises lift him up. It is he not a priest after the order of Melchizedek. That's the kind of priest he is. A priest after the order of Melchizedek. Now we talked about this in the past. As you know, Melchizedek has no beginning, no ending. And so does Jesus Christ as our priest. He has no beginning. He has no ending. And that's why he deserves our praise. And we can indeed not only say it, but recognize that he is the glory of all things. He is not a king for ever, but he is king of kings and lord of lords, the everlasting father. And to him, we can truly say to him be the glory
1: forever and ever. Never
0: shall his, his uh, praises cease. And you go in Revelation you will find that he is being worshipped Continuously, and that's the reason why he created us for worship. In other words, that which was bought with the blood deserved to last, not only for time alone. But all eternity. Not only for mortality, but for immortality. God's greatest delight is to satisfy His people. And he says again in Matthew chapter 5 verse 6 Blessed are those who are hunger and thirst after righteousness for they will be filled. We must desire, we must hunger, we must thirst, we must truly want to experience God's righteousness. Because we will miss it if it's only because is expected of us. Because we are a part of a local assembly, we show up occasionally on Sunday. that's that's not God's way at all that's not getting to know God that's not putting God in the right perspective. But let's look a little closer here at what he is saying to us. Here we have uh, the uh, prospect of God's new thing Let's read it again, <laughs> or oh, no, let's read it from verse 22 of Isaiah 43 through uh, verse 24, please. Yes,
1: you are not mm-hmm. called upon the whole table. You are not wearing yourself for me, you You are not brought to me shame, no one offers, honor only with those sacrifices. I
0: have not
1: learned to you with praying offerings, friends, and with faith and You have not watched any and for me, of those But you things, and very few of your
0: What drummed out at you as you read those Few verses there. In other words, God is not interested in sacrifice and burnt offerings. That's not. He isn't hungry because if he said if he was hungry, he owns the cattle. On a thousand hills he could kill and slaughter and eat if he was hungry. But that's not the case. But you know, let's go back to verse 22. You have not called upon me, O Jacob. We need to make this personal. You have not called upon me, O Frederick. You, you need to put your own name in there, not Jacob. You, got, you need to personalize it. You have not wearied me, wearied yourself for me, O oh Bahamalan. We are more interested in the politicians and what they could do for us as individuals. Not so much our co- what we could do for our country, but what we could get the politicians to do for
1: us. That's where we are.
0: May I say to you that if we are to enter into the promise and the purpose of God's new things in our lives, then we need to recognize certain facts. Indeed, I I say to us this morning that there is no prospect for realizing God's new thing without first perceiving two things of utmost importance in our lives. And I'm going to come back to that in a few moments. When we look a little closer at these uh, verses here. You would note that these verses make for sad reading. I mean it's if you personalize this, you 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 you, you cannot not be sad about the state of affairs in your own life, because nobody knows you like you,
1: if you want to be honest about it. But they are a reflection
0: of the failure of men to cope or to come to terms with God. As I indicated earlier, we do not weary ourselves trying to find out what God's plan is for our lives. What is his purpose for us? Instead, we vary ourselves about the things of this world. We can't take it with us. We are all going to leave this planet and we are not even going to to take a grain of dust with us when we leave. Because we are going to have new bodies and they will not be early bodies anymore. They will be spiritual bodies. So I want us to think about that. In the final analysis then we need uh to have uh we need to uh reckon uh recognize that God can only expect
1: author awesome failure from us. So what are we talking about? You mean all I try to
0: do for God? You're telling me that I'm a utter failure to God? Well, let me remind you what God's word says. There is none good, not even one
1: Not even
0: one. The apostle Paul himself self indicates that in the flesh there
1: is no good thing
0: Nothing good. On our own we are failures. But isn't it good to know that in the new life in Christ we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. those of us who are born again into the family of God and is committed to Him have a new future. It is said of the Old Testament character that he walked with God Genesis 5 verse 24 and may I say to you the same may be said of every Christian. In giving us a new beginning and a new standard God has brought us into a very close relationship with Himself. We have peace with Him. Because He has justified us. We are no good on our own, but He justifies us through His righteousness. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. And we have a heart for Him because He has renewed us. He has given us a new mind, a new desire. The fruit of it is that we
1: walk with him. It is indeed
0: a language of intimacy, friendship, companionship. We are no longer separated from God as we were before we received Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Before our sins were dealt with. We are new creation. Therefore God has a new plan for us. There has been reconciliation and a re- reunion now we can go through life together because he is with us not some of the time, but all the time even in our most de- desperate moments God is with us as we do so walk with each other. We walk with God in prayer. And, we, and he of course taught with us through the scriptures. Now I, I don't want you to miss this. You are not. It's impossible for you to walk with God in harmony if you are not walking with your fellow men in harmony. It's impossible. a matter of fact, he says in his word, as much as light in your power, be at peace with all men. I don't care how many different groups we have Trying to represent us in, the, in in parliament. He says be at peace with all of them. But of course we know that God has his plan. And he brings down those who he, he wants to bring down. And he lifts up those who he wants to lift up. And this election is going to be no different. He is going to raise up who he wants to raise up. And who he wants to pull down. He is going to pull them down. That's not my word. <laughs> That's God's word. And he says, let every man be a liar, but God be true. It's his word. He has the right to do with us as he chooses. He is the potter. We are the clay. He has the right to mold us after whatever likeness he chooses. Because The clay do not say to the potter, don't make me this way, or or, why are you making me this way? I don't want to be made out of clay, I want to be made out of gold or silver. No, the potter
1: chooses the material and
0: its use. Furthermore, as we journey on in his company, that is in the company of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we try to serve him in spirit and in truth and in the beauty of holiness. We need to try to do his will and to bring honor, that's lifting him up, bring honor and glory to his name. That is
1: the Christian life for us.
0: The great thing is that this life with God is going to go on not for time alone as I have said earlier but for all eternity. It is eternal having been justified by His grace. We have been made heirs and joint heirs. We have hope. The hope of eternal life.
1: What a contrast is this new life.
0: This new future that is ours. When we compare it with our life before forgiveness of our sins. And um, he's gonna bring this out much more in the next two verses that we will look at this morning. We, of course, every one of us, were on our way to a Christless eternity, or hell. But now we have a purpose. We are prospects of eternal life. We have become heirs to it. We are going to walk with God always in an unending enjoyment of His friendship
1: and His love.
0: Our purpose should be seeking to attract sinners to Christ. The preacher will always speak about the privilege that Christians enjoy. And they have every right to warn those who are unsaved about the separation from God for all eternity. In saving us God gave us a new beginning a new standing and a new future. Our privileges
1: are great indeed. I want to
0: give two minutes here or thereabout before we move on to the last two verses in wrapping this up this morning. Any input from anyone, anything that I might have said that you disagree with, uh, of course I I I beg you to differ, but let's agree to disagree.
1: Yes sir. Uh, uh, that a lot of college uh, school systems pretty much interpret a lot. They think just the in a way they push, uh, uh, seeking your own glory. You know, be you a know, professional, this, a professional, that, make a lot of money. They push you in a way, you know, and a lot of people, they don't speak with confidence that, like, uh, I can be this. You know, like, they guarantee that the time would be given to them. No, mm-hmm. and, you know, they still trying to be doing this, I can do that. And I see uh you know, uh if you just take it one step abroad and taking control. you know, what's going to desk, it'd be it'll be you never know where you could go. I mean you got back there in cold, but you know, there's no limit to where you can go, when you walk abroad and you still get one step at a
0: time. You may not go back home. If you walk with God, you may be like you know. He didn't see death because he walked with God. That's that's the perspective. And as I indicated earlier, we 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 have the privilege to walk with Him. Anyone watched the funeral uh, yesterday of what's the name? Think she needed any money? You think there was anything that she really wanted she couldn't have? <laughs> she 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 was she was a lonely individual. She tried to do everything to please herself. But if you remember she left she left The purpose for which God raised her up. But the money wasn't in it. Now I know. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll give you a moment. Just give me a second here. Seriously. She was raised up. She was taken out of the church. Singing glory to God. And I'm not saying she wasn't born again. But that was not the purpose. The, the road she took. Was not the purpose of God. And uh, I heard yesterday that you know, um, whether it was a movie or whether it was a song it was to make us happy. How long there is a song that she sang that I love, but without God, you're not going to experience it. You were saying something stupid.
1: <laughs> I know if wrong, in church, was the, need to change so important that it you from you started. A lot of them don't go back to where they started. The
0: Well, not... but. But let's be honest now, we got to believe in this God.: Yeah, Well, their purpose is wrong. They are not following the purpose of God. That's the problem. But let me tell you, there is no peace like peace with God and the peace of God.:
1: these people. The story. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to go the section as well. Yeah. about it. If she had gone to God, she would have done it, she would have done it, the Because of our God God would have been in the world. And she's still going to in the world. Yeah. it. I mean, money. she money, more, to get
0: But the thing was, she wasn't satisfied with who she was. She wanted fame, she wanted fortune, and believe me, she got it. But as the Bible said, she had. A reward. This is her reward, yeah. But that doesn't mean she wasn't born again. It does not mean she wasn't born again.
1: I think that the challenges, I think, that, you know similar to One good thing is she has the basic foundation that, just, even when we were talking about it, despite all the things she went through, the Lord, the Lord, she kept looking at Kept, kept realizing that you know whatever you do, there was something good about it. I, I feel sorry that a life went too bad, you know. But the fact that you come and get mixed up in the wrong, you know, situations that leads you know, to that kind. But our God is a forgiving God. Our God is a good God. And our God cherishes you because He still loves us, us. You. Know, Amen. And, Oh yeah. because when you look at her, 2009, every kid that was home free, mm. Everything they talked about her, every thing, and she gave him the glory, she gave him and the honor. You notice that people don't talk bad about her, They no. They still love fall for her, because there was a God's presence there, despite her the situation that came to. Because some things came up just now, because I've been asked to do something for her. I was supposed to read Habakkuk. Mm-hmm. I don't read Habakkuk. <laughs> I like David. I like I remember, so I had to go and read it, and this Habakkuk keeps talking to God, you know, the questions God, why when evil and sin in the world? And why, why, why do you allow that to happen? And he talk, how God talks about Babylon coming to save Judah. And I think that's so strange the Babylon... The Babylonians, were was going to today and the Jews. Yeah. And they were going to send the bad people to come do. I mean, uh, uh, save, Israel. So when you think about situations, God turns a bad situation to good. And when I think of Joseph, you know, the brothers want to do evil to him, they would call him to the. And yet, if that didn't allow, if that situation didn't happen, Joseph wouldn't be where he was to help. And even the same funny brothers who did that harm to too. So you see, funny, God changes bad things to good things. You know? So we, we don't know the vision, God's vision. God
0: raised them up, in other words, for this purpose. And God raised her up for a purpose. And God can use and same undoubtedly view. use her life to speak to others. And that's that's and my it prayer.
1: Even in new body, he things can go wrong. But the fact is, He's still in control, God is still in control.
0: Okay, let's see if we could wrap up the last two verses. Uh, our time is just about gone, but let's see if we could wrap this up. Let's read the last two verses here that we will be dealing with. As I said, next week we will go back looking at uh, uh, David. Um, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 25 and 26. I. I
1: am of God, so to your transgressions, for my own sake. And your sins, no you have mercy of some more. Renew the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. Straight the case when you're interested.
0: That's not a mouthful. Tell me what is. If that's not explaining me, tell me what is.
1: It talks about what you just discussed the period of bad religious speech. Yes. Yes. That is typically what
0: Right, right. That's, that's it. This is our failure.
1: Our failure. Also, also our hope. Yes. It's God. It's God. It's God. Yeah. mention all of us. not of us. No. No. I see in my own heart to go away, Yeah. To, to hear that, because sometimes we have the to personal parts gone. Yes. But the bottom line is, Frederick. Own sake,
0: for his own sake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not about us again. Coming right back to what I, where I started.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why I said, make it personal. Put your own name in there, Frederick.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, because it's easy to get numbed no, 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 out, you know, to what is
1: really saying. That's a fact. Well, and
0: you want to say something else
1: yeah, I, I appreciate that, because I think too, times we get stuck on rationalizing what everybody else is doing, and then Keep looking out the window and you can point at the different Houstons and you get stuck on the deviant side, don't move and say, I look better. And then you need to examine our own life and what I appreciate God says when I forgive, I remember, remember. the sins no more. Amen. You know, Amen. He doesn't go back and assess fit yes, and yes. pull the poop out that I remember it no more. That's it. Folks talk. They so pray we don't put a question mark there. Where God has to put stop. Right, right, right. right. Exactly. Yes,
0: uh, he, this is a, this is a request. He says, review the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. Let's talk about it. Let's deal with it. He says, state the case of your innocence, Frederick's innocence.
1: I'm guilty. This is a prime example too of, of dating like, Yes. Um, the verses before basically what I get when I see telling them I didn't you. I didn't ask you for opportunity to time. Today. I haven't asked you for everything you've done now. right now. Great, I haven't asked you for a So I can candle every fifteen minutes. I haven't asked you. I've asked you just every now and then, please give me some bread. And call me when you need me. Instead, all you give me is your grief. Mm -hmm. but despite that, I forgive you for all those transgressions I don't remember those anymore just remember me occasionally that's what I get from you in in other words, don't worry
0: yourself expect
1: us to be perfect or be bowed down every second of every day we have a life to live but stop every now and then if you need help and ask me when you do something wrong, take a minute now to forgive you, don't just assume I'm going to forgive you even though I do yeah I yeah. But he
0: forgive you if yeah, he yeah, says if, if you know we happens. if we confess now, yeah. we need to confess it. Yeah. He says, if you confess, he is faithful, he is just, he will forgive, he will cleanse. But there is a point that all of us have to come to every day of our life. Confess. Because we all sin every day. And saying
1: verses before you don't even
0: stop long enough to do that? No. No. Now, you, you don't worry about things like that. You know, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know what the Lord, Lord is taking us. But I am going to take ten minutes next week to finish these two verses, because our time is gone. Um, and
1: I will get into, uh, back into David uh, immediately afterwards.